Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. Cut It Straight is a podcast helping you pursue excellence in your preaching and ministry. In this episode, we're going to look at the discipline of resolve. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Cut It Straight Podcast, episode 14. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Whitley. In this episode, I want to talk to you about the discipline of resolve. The new year presents a clean slate in which we can write the narrative of an improved spiritual life. Resolutions and goals are the stuff Januaries are made of. At the end of the year, going into the new year, we begin setting lofty goals to improve our spiritual well-being. And like our physical health, we intend to shed a few unwanted carnal pounds that may have hindered our spiritual progress in 2017. So we set sail into the new adventure of trying to attain such lofty spiritual resolutions. I know we are at the end of January as you're listening to this, going into February, but how are your resolutions doing? How are you doing with the resolutions that you set at the beginning of the year? Because face it, you just can't help yourself. You tell yourself that you're going to read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Next, you write down that you're going to pray more. And since you didn't fast nearly enough last year, you'll set the goal of increasing your fasting. You just can't help yourself. You say this, this will be the year. Then February and March come traipsing into your life, intruding on all of your well-intentioned resolutions and goals. The months following January are the unwanted house guests that never seem to leave. What once looked so hopeful is now an afterthought. All of the energy and enthusiasm have since moved out in real life and as ruthless friends have moved in. A U.S. government survey shows a little less than half of all the Americans make some kind of New Year's resolution, but, mu- but most do not keep them. 75% will last a week, 64% will keep them for a month, and only 46% will ever make it to the six-month mark. Brothers and sisters, these are not inspiring percentages of trying to keep our resolutions. What will keep you focused on your spiritual resolution beyond the first month? The answer to that question is discipline. Enthusiasm is fickle and inspiration is fleeting. Inspiration and enthusiasm wear off faster than your morning cup of coffee. What you and I need is discipline. But discipline in and of itself is not enough. A 19-year-old pastor by the name of Jonathan Edwards, who you might know for his famous sermon, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, wrote some resolutions He penned in his diary some guidelines which he called his resolutions. These 70 resolutions were quite towering in their scope of discipline. Before Edwards got to number one, however, he offered an introductory word, and I quote, "...being sensible that I am unable to do anything without God's help, I do humbly entreat Him by His grace to enable me to keep these resolutions so far." as they are agreeable to his will for Christ's sake, end quote. Discipline without the grace of God is futile. Do not overlook the necessity of God's grace in reaching your spiritual resolutions for this new year. 
without God's grace enabling us to keep our resolutions, we are certain to fail. But if we do fail, and we will, then we can rest in the grace of God to pick us back up to start all over again. So I want to offer you some help. Number one, be realistic. Nothing can be more detrimental to achieving your spiritual resolutions than setting goals so high that even Goliath couldn't reach them. But you also don't want to set your goals so low that Zacchaeus could high jump over them. Be realistic with yourself. If you have never read your Bible through from beginning to end, then don't try reading it five times in the year. Get a Bible reading plan and read the given chapters. And if you're feeling audacious, read ahead. If you want to increase your praying, then begin by increasing your time little by little. There's no sense in trying to pray for an hour if you've never done that. Try increasing your prayer time by 5 to 10 minutes. After you've done that for a few weeks or months, increase it a little more. There's nothing more condemning than to see yourself going into a gym on your first day and loading up the, the, the bench press bar with 225 pounds and you've never lifted more than 100 pounds and if you try to even lift that, it will crush you. The same holds true to spiritual resolutions. Don't set resolutions and goals so high and so heavy that you can't lift them and then you feel crushed under the weight of condemnation and guilt and you say, well, I'm never going to go try to do that again. Do something a little bit more, uh, five to ten minutes more in prayer, a few more chapters of Scripture each day. Set some goals that are realistic. That way you're not crushed under condemnation if you don't reach them. Number two, be resolved. Resolved is being completely committed to achieving a goal. Being resolved is a discipline in, a, in itself. A prize fighter has to continually train to become a champion. He takes the punches and keeps getting back up. You have to have the mindset that your spiritual resolutions are worth fighting for. Praying is invaluable. Studying the Bible is priceless. And fasting is worth a struggle. So you keep getting back up when you miss your prayer time. You put the gloves back on when you forget to read your Bible. This is resolved. Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4 and 7, Discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. We are disciplining ourselves not to be better preachers and ministers. We are disciplining ourselves to be more like Christ. The more we grow in godliness and the more that we are shaped into Christ's image, the better preachers and ministers and teachers we are. The end goal is not to be a better preacher. The, the goal and the vision is to be like Christ. And godliness is worth the struggle of attaining my spiritual resolutions. Granted, it will be difficult after the high of enthusiasm has faded. But you must be resolved that your spiritual health is of far greater value than bodily exercise. That's 1 Timothy 4 and 8. In order for a life to be altered for greater godliness, there has to be a plan of action. Discipline takes time. Bursts of great enthusiasm may create a level of excitement, and for a short time there may be some result. A spiritually disciplined lifestyle has to be sustained. 
The old saying goes that practice makes perfect, and that holds true for spiritual disciplines. The more consistently they are followed, the more they will perfect us in godliness. Now, I gave our young ministers here at First Apostolic Church uh, some things to grow in this year. Uh, I want to share those with you as well, and perhaps you can set some goals for yourself and your ministry for 2018. And I know we are at the end of the first month going into February as I record this. But if you've fallen off the wagon already from your from your resolutions, get back on. Pick them back up. Try again. Number one, pray. Pray more. You missed a few days already. Pray today. Pray tomorrow. Spend more time in prayer. Set a time, whether it's morning or evening, that you are uh, making an appointment to spend time with the Lord in prayer. Spend time in prayer, quality time. If you've never prayed an hour before, uh, try to pray 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, but be consistent in your prayer time. Number two, fasting. Maybe you need to fast more this year. We have to bring our body under subjection uh, to, to fast. Maybe it's one day a week. Maybe it's one meal a week. Uh, for us here at First Apostolic Church, the month of February is a month of consecration. So uh, many of our families uh, fast together. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's entertainment. Maybe it's food. Maybe it's particular foods. Whatever it might be. But you're, you decided that I'm going to fast more. You've got time. Start now. Number three, reading scripture. Listen, if you, if you don't have the YouVersion Bible app, go download it right now on your phone, your iPad, uh, whatever you, you can use. Maybe it's not YouVersion, but find a Bible reading plan. You've missed a few days. Well, start today. Pick it up tomorrow. Find a plan that will help you read through Scripture. And then four, studying Scripture. This is different than just daily devotional reading. This is time where you are focusing on a topic or a subject or a Bible character or a theme or a Bible book where you this year, I'm going to really dig into this book. For me this year, uh, so far from the end of last year into this year, I've been studying the, the, the wisdom books, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, uh, the Song of Solomon. So for me, that's what I've been studying. I keep going back and I'm digging there and God is really speaking to me through those books. And then are you having any goals for reading books outside of the Bible? Go to Goodreads. Uh, go to Goodreads and get yourself, a, a, you can, there's a reading challenge on there. Decide, I'm going to read 10 books this year, or I'm going to read five books. Maybe you're not a reader. Maybe you know, I'm going to read one book a, a month, whatever it might be. Set some goals for reading. If you're not reading, you're not growing. Uh, leaders are readers, and this is especially true for ministers. And then another one is giving. How much did you give last year? When I have a contribution report given to me by my church, my wife and I set goals uh, for the next year, for the current year. Uh, what did we give? I want to give more because I want to, uh, I don't want to just give God my first fruits in prayer and Bible reading, but I want him to be God of my finances as well. And I want to honor him in my finances. Maybe I can give more. Maybe I can give more to missions. Uh, maybe I can give more to uh, the work at my church or uh, some way, somehow giving more than I did last year. 
And then we're, this, this is really important. The next one is soul winning. How many people did you bring to church? How many people did you witness to uh, last year? Teaching Bible studies, uh, getting an opportunity to invest in somebody, to disciple, go and make disciples, uh, in, in investing in someone in their soul. Be, be a soul winner this year. Be a soul winner. Then finally, serving. Where can you serve more this year? Where can you serve more in your community? Where can you serve more in your school? Where can you serve the kingdom of God? I want to do more this year than I did last year. Write some of these things down. Where can you grow? Where did you uh, have some inconsistently in, in, inconsistencies last year? And then this year, I've decided I'm going to pray more, fast more, read scripture, study scripture. I'm going to read more books. I'm going to give more. I'm going to win some souls this year. I'm going to serve, and I'm going to have the discipline of resolve. Thanks for tuning in to the Cut It Straight podcast. For more information, episodes, and articles, go to my website, nswhitley.com. Follow me on Twitter at nswhitley, and be sure to go to my Facebook page, nswhitley.